This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Lifetime movies. I'm Patrick Serrano, and I'm a Lifetime movie expert. I'm Dan, and I despise Lifetime movies, and this is the Deck the the Lifetime Lifetime Uncorked Podcast! Podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't hear it last week. You did. Because last week was so different than this week. That's right. We were buried in Barstow. Buried in Barstow. This week. For me, I watched a movie. This week, we're buried in in, uh, trash and uh, uh, people's belongings. So we are buried. I was under the impression this was a biopic of the All American Rejects, (laughs) which might be. It is like a bunch of trash like all in one room so <laughs> 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 yep. hey how was uh how was mandy moore live at Ooh, the yeah. 9 30 club oh you know amazing oh, i'm watching this this is us as well so it's like very confusing because in that she's an old lady and in real life she's a young lady so i was like man she's doing great for an old lady and then i'm like no she's a young a young person <laughs> you know did you get a chance to let her know that you're best friends Oh, yeah. I'm like, I love you. And oh, she's yeah. Like, she's like, uh, no, the songs I want to be with you. Not I love you. <laughs> be better. How many people were at the 930 Club for the Manny Moore show? You know, I, uh, it holds about a thousand. And I'd say that there weren't a thousand people there, but there was. It was not a sold, sold, sold out show. No, I mean, I think there's still tickets available to all our shows. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you want to come. How old is Mandy Moore in real life? Because in my mind, she's always just like 30. She's got to be like right around she's, my yeah, age. Yeah, right? she's our age, like 30, 37, 38. She hasn't she has aged, though. So she's 38. Mm-hmm. Wow. Patrick, she's our age. She there looks the same now as she did in uh, Walk to Remember. That's she wild. does. I mean, she's, I'm telling Boy, you, walk the, to remember. this is us. Like, you never know. Walk to yeah, Remember, to classic. Table, walk to Remember. Water Remember is such a terrible movie. False. False. Just awful. Oh, so good. <laughs> and you call you and you call yourself a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Shane West and Mandy Moore in that movie are just an unmitigated disaster. She sings a switchfoot song? I mean Yeah, she does. Wow. You know, Christian Christian Gosh. rock music. I mean I didn't know that movie was like a Christian movie going into it. I was like, you know, a heathen and <laughs> in my teens. Um and I was like, this movie is awesome. I did not catch any of the the religious stuff until much later. <laughs> but when you did, you did turn your life over to the Lord. I mean, of yeah. Course. You, you don't want to. That's mean, the only response. The only, watching a walk the only uh, reason you can celebrate someone's walk to death is because death is not the end. Patrick. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. You Sorry. can say, I was saved. Another Mandy Moore movie. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. No, no. Saved is a good movie. Like a just an classic have you seen it i don't know if i have oh my goodness i've seen 27 feet down 
Saved is a uh, a kind of a, a satire on Christian camp. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Conversion. Gay conversion camp is also featured in that. So uh, wow. To, it, it's it's a. I really enjoyed that movie. She's a lot. really uh, ran the game. I wonder if it, it holds up. I've not seen it in since it came out. I saw it recently because uh, it's on streaming. It's on like you know one of those streaming, and uh, she plays. <laughs> you like know a streaming? Meet, Have you, you heard know, of one it? Of those, yeah, you've heard yeah, of it, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, she plays like a, a the villain. She's a bad, yeah. a bad girl. Oh, a baddie. And she has like a mullet, like a. I love that. The hair is iconic. <laughs> I really. It's, tw- it's twenty-seven feet down, right? The one with the shark. No, the forty meters. Forty down. meters down. Forty-seven meters. I'm down. thinking of twenty-seven hours. This is 40 meters, yeah. 40, There's 20 whatever days it is, later, 27 with, hours, 47 meters down. Whatever the one with the shark is down there. I had fun with that movie. That's a fun little movie. Yeah. That, I, that's a good twist at the end too. It I is like a great end. twist at the end. It saves the whole movie. So wait, she's an old person <laughs> and this is us now? You've never, she is for the whole show because she gets a flashback, show, right? She literally plays. I don't know uh, anything about the show, to be she honest She plays like ages like 20 to 80 or something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How, does, how does that look? The, the makeup in the beginning is a little rough, but on the last season that just finished up, it's, it is believable. I, I think, right. uh, you know, she's, she's an Emmy contender for sure. Wow. wow an Emmy contender. Buzz, you heard, you it, heard it, here it here first, first everyone. That's right. I'm biased. I mean, I've seen every Mandy Moore movie in the theater the weekend it <laughs> releases. You saw one. Saved in the theater opening weekend? Yeah, I did. At, uh, like a, wow. In Bethesda, like one of the indie theaters, you know. Okay, so real it was quick. like just you in the theater, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always just I me. Saw, Always just. I, me. I saw Saved in the theater, and I thought I was the only one, but I forgot that Patrick and I are the same exact age, so yeah. that helps in this regard a lot. Yeah. Did you have a thing for Mandy Moore? I uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I did not like Mandy Moore, but I. I just wanted to see it because it was a satire on the entire youth group culture I grew up in. Okay, that's how long ago was this? Gosh, mid two thousands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, probably like two thousand three, around there. Wow, do they play ska music in it? Oh, there's got to be some. It's got to be two thousand four. So, yeah, at the prom, you missed it by one year, Patrick. <laughs> hey, Patrick is just an, an encyclopedia of Mandy Moore. I mean, yeah, it's I should change lifetime expert to Mandy Moore expert. Do you know who else is in Saved since we're, we're just going to do a different podcast today? <laughs> <laughs> is is Macaulay Culkin. What? Yeah. He's in it. Like a real oh, yeah. role in it, too. He's great. Wow. Yeah. All right. Pretty, he made a cameo in, Check it out. in Righteous Gemstone, speaking of spiritual satire. And it was one of the best things ever. I don't know if you watched that show, Patrick, but it was fantastic. No, never heard of Righteous HBO, Gemstones. Righteous Gemstone. It's, it's a Danny McBride show. Um wow. Yeah, uh, but it's he. It's a. It's a really. Uh, it's John Goodman and people. Listen, like that. with really the there's a lot of Lifetime out there for something to like pull Patrick away from Lifetime. It either has Mandy Moore or he doesn't. Watch that's right. It. That's true. That's, that's true. kind of what Lifetime I'm or here. Mandy Moore would be right. the two those avenues. Are, those Got are it. my two. Uh, yeah, two well, strengths. Let's talk uh, Lifetime. We are heading into. Was this the kickoff of Ripped from the Headline Summer? Is that kind of the vibe we got going on right now? Yes. And ripped from the headlines is loose. Yes, loose because this, 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 not from the headlines. It's not based on any one particular true story from what I gathered. Correct? That is correct. It's based yeah. on a book called Dirty Little Secrets. Um, right. And yeah, totally fictionalized. I, I was trying to find a case that was similar, but there is nothing. There is nothing Really, the only thing, book. like, headline this is ripped from is that hoarders exist. That's, That's right. Right. 
But yeah. the way in which the movie ends w- is not a true rip from the headlines. No. Which we'll Thank get to. Thank goodness we'll get to Thank it. Thank goodness. But, um, Good Lord. Wow. It was quite the ending. I was very it was, shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all were, Patrick. Now, this is Melissa Joan Hart in a non-Christmas movie, which uh, doesn't doesn't seem to happen. Uh, um, yeah. Speaking of like, like Melissa Joan Hart in movies, the last movie she was in that I can remember is um, what... What's that high school one where they're like all, oh God, what was it? Where they're, she did the crazy just, video, you know, she had a moment. She had a moment where she was like in the Britney Spears crazy video and she was in that like teen movie. What? Oh, Drive Me Crazy. Drive Me Crazy. Yeah, she was in that. Drive Me Crazy. Melissa Joan Hart. I'm here to help. There you go. And Patrick then she's, and I, if there was a like a 90s, 2000s like movie trivia night, I think Patrick and I would probably do well. Nailed that would it. be my guess between the two of us. I yeah. think I, I, well, I would love to attend that just to be a fly on the wall. Right. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. But um, that's but the only movie it, I can think of her in, and it was still a comedic. Like I've never seen. This wasn't Adrian Grenier in that too from Entourage? Yes, Adrian Grenier, yeah. smelly yeah. guy. But that's it right. seems like now she's exclusively Lifetime Christmas movies. Um, she's gotten into the producer's chair a bit, but this is acting. This is serious. This is hoarding. So, Patrick, if you don't mind, let's... This is uh, acting. This is acting. This is serious. This is hoarding. Um, This is us, Mandy Moore, back to the beginning. This is me. Really really brought it full circle. (laughs) Patrick, let's uh, let's dive in, buddy. Let uh, let us know what what we're talking about here. So, yeah. So, we, of course, you know, we have our movie Dirty Little Secrets starring Melissa Joan Hart. And we have um, her daughter played by Lizzie Boyce. Those are the two, like, top build people. What's and Lizzie up to? Is she a Lifetime staple at this point? Or is she Lizzie, new to the, she's to been fold? in a few Lifetime okay. movies. Um, I think she's, like, coming up in the Canadia, Canadian circuit. Canadia. <laughs> or Canadian. I love the Canadian circuit. Yeah. She's, like, you know, uh, up and coming like TV actress who will probably do more things. Like she's been in like Firefly, like Nancy Drew, like like Canadian, anything filmed in Canada. She's been in it. When calls the heart, she did. She did some of that. Um, yeah, she's good. I I don't mind her. Um, and I'm trying to see if there's anybody else notable in this cast, but I don't think there is. No, I don't. I don't. I did not recognize anybody. Well, the guidance counselor I recognize. I think she's a T. Like a Canadian. She's in the Canadian circuit. She's in the Canadian circuit. Yeah, I do recognize the guidance counselor, but that's about it. Okay. Well, so <laughs> jumping in, we have our protagonist Lucy. That's Lizzie Boyce, um, and she is like doing a voiceover narrative, so we know it's going to be through like her perspective, right? Mm, yeah. Um, which I was like, okay, that's an interesting choice. Like through the daughter of the the hoarder, and it all seems pretty normal. Like, oh wait, before we get started, I should say like, hey, we're talking about hoarding, which is like a mental um, yeah. health issue. Uh, if we are making fun of anything in the in about hoarders and stuff, we're not making fun of hoarders. We're making fun of the movie's depiction of hoarders. Yes, one hundred percent. We have a lot of fun here at Deck the Lifetime Uncorked, but um, we do not make fun of mental illness. We don't punch down. That's exactly right. Right. So just carry to on. Cla- just to clarify, um, so Melissa Joan Hart is just living her life, dropping her daughter off at school. She's a successful nurse who um, saved some guy's life by realizing his uh, implant was a. Uh, he was allergic to the titanium in the implant. Wow. So he, she was, she got him a gold implant. That's how you know she's good. Yeah. She is good. She is good. And she makes sure that you know that 
She did it just by listening. Mm. That's the key of being yeah. a good nurse is you just li- you're listening yeah. to what your patient is saying. And right. that can save someone's life. She's very empathetic. She's yes. ve- she's very focused on the patient. She's a good caregiver. She's good at her she job. She seems very together. She seems very like like she's really good at her job. Like she's crushing it. I think we would all agree. Yeah, and she's celebrated. Like they have a birthday party for her. They bring her balloons and flowers. It is her birthday. Yes, it is her birthday. And. Meanwhile, Lucy's at school and she's like very shy. She she lays low. She doesn't really, you know, have a, a lot of friends. She has like one she has friend. one friend. Yeah. Um, and she takes showers at school and we're like, huh, huh that's interesting. She's taking showers in like a locker room every day, um, which good for you bathe every day. But at school, like what? <laughs> And thanks for the atta girl. <laughs> Thumbs up for hygiene. Thumbs down for at school every day. I will say, yeah, it's, it's high school. You, sometimes yeah. you can take it or leave it. Everybody, everybody's kind of walking on their own hygiene journey in high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally, totally. So um, at home, of course, it's another story. We uh, The movie shifts tone like drastically. It starts off very like... Uh, rom-com like happy movie and Mm then uh once we get to the house the music kind of goes into like a foreboding soundtrack and you just see the the characters lucy and melissa joan hart are having normal conversation like mother daughter stuff but around them is just piles and piles and piles of stuff piles Mm. yes so even though melissa joan hart is an expert nurse at her job yeah she comes home and is full hoarder full hoarder that's right Absolutely. And there's what? no run, there's no running water. Like the water's been shut off. Like Lucy, that's why she's not showering at, at home. She that's has right. to like, whenever she yeah. has to go to the the bathroom, she fills up the tank with water that they get from I don't know where that water's from, but water from a thing, like so that she can flush the toilet. Melissa's in her heart at one point gets a call from a collections agency, which she declines. So things clearly there, she clearly has a good job, but the money is going to hoarding. That would be my guess. She's buying things to hoard. Yeah, and wow, I, that's kind of like what they're what they're getting at with the movie is like Melissa Joan Hart's character is buying things, planning for the life she's gonna have once she cleans up her house. You know, like um, it's interesting, an interesting perspective on on hoarding and like. They're trying to not get too deep into the psychological stuff, but of course not. But you know that's what they're implying is like she is just buying, 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 planning for this dream life that she's always dreaming of, and never this it never materializes. A, a network that throws out trafficking on the regular, so I don't expect them to like, you know, nothing but net on hoarding. Like I, you know what I mean? Right. Like I don't expect them to do a great job with it. Oh, yeah, and they don't, and they really don't. So, (laughs) you know, they deliver on that. Um, But they do a good job, like the director um, did a good job here, like creating like that claustrophobic uh, environment with like everything being around her. Lucy only has like half of of her bed that is hers, and the rest of her (laughs) room is like filled with her mom's stuff, you know? So like this child is like uh, in in an unfit living situation you know and she's like graduating going off to college but uh we learn that she has brothers and sisters who also graduated and and they pretty much just left lucy there to deal with the mom 
they they were like we wow. are, we went to college we're out we survived good luck to you we out of here we out of here you're exactly right but yeah they're like uh, she says multiple times like this is for the future like i got this for us so like there's like cooking stuff that she got for them got so it. that once they clean up they can cook got it so like in her yeah. mind like all this stuff but as a nurse she's wonderful no as problem a, she crushes as, as a nurse yeah i mean the gold heart that tells you all you need to know that's exactly right absolutely um and lucy's sister calls to like check in periodically and the message from the sister sarah is like don't let anyone know about the hoarding you have to keep it a secret because if if it comes out, you will be taken away by a child protective services. Like they understand what is at stake here. Got it. Um, it's not like they're like, oh, this is just how we live. Like Lucy knows uh-huh. that she can be taken they're away from her all mother committed, at any time. They're all committed to feeding their mother's mental illness in order to stay at home. Right. Yeah, which is probably the most serious depiction of anything on Lifetime ever. <laughs> there is, there is, and we'll get to it, but there is a reason why they're aware. Is it, it a secret twist where the daughter's the hoarder? <laughs> no, no. That oh would be gosh, great. That would be, be great. great. <laughs> no, but there is a reason why okay. they're aware of, like, when you're in something, oftentimes yeah. it's hard to. Oh, no, so, for sure. So there's a reason why they're all aware of what's going on. Here. Yes, and we get um some more depictions of the the mental illness so like melissa joan hart is watching like hgtv and she's like oh my gosh that's that room is so cute and she'll like uh like i fixate on like something like a chair and she's like oh my gosh that's the chair i want and she like starts looking through magazines and she's like i'm gonna clean this place up and then she starts going she through her like boxes a, she has like a bunch of catalogs of like stuff she wants to buy yeah yeah and so she wants to make like a, a dream board of sorts of her perfect <laughs> vision board uh, uh, living room. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And during this scene, uh, this is where Melissa Joan Hartz goes for her Emmy. Um, this is her one <laughs> chance. And she loses the scissors and she's like, where are the scissors with the black handle? I'm, I'm doing exactly what she's doing. Where are the scissors with the black handle? I can't live like this. Uh, <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> yeah, that is accurate. Give her the Emmy right now. Yeah. Yeah. Give her the Emmy right now. And all all Lucy over there is just like, I don't know where your scissors are. And Melissa Joan Hart's like, you had them last. And Lucy's like, when did I have them last? And she's like, with your backpack. And she's like, I haven't had a backpack in a year. And she pronounced like, hard K's like that. She's just very like, she just kind of yells. Yeah. <laughs> yells yeah. things. I'm telling you, uh, like she is enunciating and yelling hard hard yes so no one knows where and then she find lucy finds a pair of scissors but they're not the ones with the black handles Ugh. and so that upsets melissa joan hart even more and she's like what's even the point basically right so you get to see that their relationship is like lucy's walking on eggshells and a lot of trash in the house but like it's like a, not a good situation and the but mo- it is sounds like a real actor showcase so in that regard 100 percent. oh yes this is very much like it it is what you expect lifetime acting to be. Nailed it. They <laughs> nailed, nailed it. it. 100%. Uh, so Lucy at school is partnered with some handsome guy for her project, but he like can't come to her house for like to work on the project. So she's really nervous. Um, and she like makes up lies why he can't come over. So she goes out of his house, which is beautiful, like very modern, clean, clean. has mm. chairs. What? 
yeah. beds, little things, etc. Yeah, um, wild out there. And we find out that his name is Josh, of course, and his mom is an alcoholic. And so things aren't as great as they seem with him. They bond over that. And then they end up like making out in like a music room later, like as you do in school, you know? Yeah. Lucy finds out that just because you don't have trash everywhere in your house, your home life can still be It can be bad. Even if your mom's not a hoarder. That's exactly right. There are other ways of bad. That's exactly right. And if that doesn't make you want to kiss somebody, I don't know what does. Yeah. I mean, come on. Right. So, you know, we're getting a little setup of a love thing going on and uh, kind of the outsider's perspective, but we need to go back in time through a flashback and we see how it all started with Melissa Joan Hart because like something triggers Lucy's memory and she... um, her mom was on the other side of the spectrum. So she was like super fastidious and like a clean freak. Absolutely. Um, they, everything had order. And then her husband was like, I can't take this. I'm out of here. Leaves. Um, I think Melissa Joan Hart's like gets upset and gets into a car accident, which puts her out. So things kind of get in disarray in the house and her, uh, she's in the hospital and the aunt comes over and like her sister. And she's like, what the heck is going on? This house is terrible. And yeah. she, well, to 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 be clear, Patrick, the house was in disarray before the accident, so it's not like she got an accident and the kids let the house go. Oh, so true. after her after her husband left, she started to collect things for like when he came back or things that she could do with the kids uh, or whatever. So it's just so all she, trauma response. So, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she like clearly what basically the what they outline here is that she has uh, OCD and she had it on one end of the spectrum to be super clean. Then her husband left and it triggered and she went into the opposite. They literally say, like, I think they call her South Pole uh, uh, OCD versus like South North Pole OCD. Got yes, it. That's exactly right. Sounds, so, like, sounds medical. So yeah. the, her aunt, Melissa Joan Hart's sister, comes and she cleans the place while Melissa Joan Hart is gone. Yes. And the kids help. They're, they're happy to help mom. But when mom comes home, they find out that. This isn't what mom mom wanted. Sounds like wanted. a very serious movie. It is very serious. Oh, yeah. There's not it, a lot of fun here. It all is straightforward. But, you know, going back to the North Pole, South Pole thing, like, this is Lifetime breaking it down, you know? They're breaking down the mental yeah. health by uh, by relating right. it to um, North Pole, What do South people Pole. know? What do people know? They know Santa. Yeah, they're like, mm, I so... think let's, let's make it relatable. Let's bring it to Santa. They love Christmas movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When Melissa Joan Hart gets home from the car accident, though, she uh, sounds a bit like a pirate. And she's like, my treasures. Oh, Where does. are my treasures? She does like oh, a pirate thing, which is interesting. Boy. She falls down and like is like holding glass. <laughs> it's like falling all over. Oh, yeah. And she's just like, my treasure. It, it was very strange. I was watching with my mom and she was like, did she say treasures? I'm like, yeah. yeah. She kept saying treasures. It was very me weird. Treasures. Wow. Um. And she like writes off her sister for doing this. And basically she, the kids get from that experience of cleaning and her mom not taking it well, that if they try to clean the house, their mom will like disown them, you know? So. Got it. You don't mess with mom's treasures. Yes. Me treasures. Me treasures. Uh, But Melissa Joan Hart, uh, back in the present day, she's also like starting to find love with uh, the patient who has the heart of gold. Um, His name's Drew. And. Mm. She is, they like go on dates and she's telling how she's trying to keep Lucy safe and secure. And she's maybe like built up a wall around the two of them because it is just the two of them. They don't let anyone else in. Um, And she's maybe ready to take those walls down. So she starts thinking about like maybe cleaning up the house. Like she starts having like 
she can start visualizing that, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And she comes home from her date and Lucy's actually cleaning. Like she's motivated. She like throws away some bubble wrap and Melissa Joan Hart's like, what are we made of money? We cannot throw (laughs) this away. Bubble wrap. What if we need it for something? And Lucy's like, well, what if we need to mail something? What if we need to do this? Yeah, Yeah. She comes up with like all the excuses and so all of the stuff in the house is for like what if like, yeah, in the future yeah, yes in the future yeah they get like a crazy screaming fight so bad that Melissa Joan Hart's asthma flares up and she has to like take her inhaler because she's living in an environment where she can't really breathe like good air so she like <laughs> is very asthmatic from like living in like paper you know Oh my gosh. Yeah, she has asthma and they want you to know that pretty quickly. And it really only flares up when she gets upset. Yes. Like that's of course. kind of the, how yeah, asthma. Yeah, I mean from what I, I don't there. have asthma, but I I from what I've seen in lifetime movies, it happens when you're being kidnapped, it happens when you're like in a fight or it happens like, you know, on the soccer field and no one has your inhaler and then you die. Yeah, that's usually what happens. Yeah. But no this time she's very, she's, you know, typically got that sucker with it. There's got to be a few steps between no one has your inhaler and then you die, right? Like, mm. it's not that, is it that? Well, well, well on Lifetime, well, I mean, uh, you know, like, it, it's very common for uh, someone to have an inhaler and then a bad guy comes and takes the inhaler mm. away and then that kills yeah. you. Yeah. 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 That happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, she's fair. sucking down that inhaler on a regular basis. Like, things upset her and then she's, and then she's good to go. Yes, it's like me with my wine. No doubt. You know, I get upset. Yeah. I drink some wine. Or Mandy Moore. Or, or Mandy, Mandy Moore. Moore. Yeah, or I put, yeah. put on a Mandy Moore album. Good to go. Uh, so the, um, I guess kind of the daughter starting to like diagnose her mother and like really try to like break down this new um, hoarding thing. And Melissa Joan Hart's like, no, like I'm the mother. Like you're get out of my house type of thing. Um, there's dishes broken. It, it's like a drag out fight. Yeah. I, they, they, I, from what I would assume here, this is like the first time they've ever fought about this. <laughs> like once Lucy fights once it's on like Donkey Kong because like they fight one time and then like every other scene is her, her like yelling she's at her broken. mom. Like yeah. she, yeah, she's like, now I'm ready to go. At one point she talks to her guidance counselor from Canada and, uh, and like her guidance counselor kind of reads between the lines of what she's saying, calls in Melissa Joan Hart, and Melissa Joan Hart is like, there's nothing wrong here. I know my daughter. And then she gets mad at uh, uh, Lucy, Lucy for yes. talking about it. It's a whole thing. Uh, and then Lucy's throwing dishes down. Mm. It's like, treasures, treasures. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and Melissa Joan Hart is like spiraling now, like, her, she's fighting with her daughter. She breaks up with Drew because she realizes that she's never going to be able to like clean up her house and like get things in order. Um, and she she really tries. She throws away some bubble wrap. Um, and she's like takes it to the trash, throws it away. She's very excited. She's like, okay, I can do this. And then she starts getting overwhelmed by like all the stuff in her house. You know, she she'll sit down and like open a box and be like, what's in this box? Oh, I got to keep that. Um, going through everything. And then she gets really upset. Do you remember what she got, got upset about, Bran? That just all of it. Treasures. I think treasures. I mean, treasures. Like, how how am I going to throw these out? She starts to have a asthma attack. Classic. Yes. And, and it's at this point in time, what do you think? This is it. 
She can't find that sucker. She can't find. What if she needs it? She needs it now. This is why you got to keep everything. Can't find it. Can't. Yeah. Find I, what I'm learning from this is that I should keep more things. I feel like. Why is that? She can't find her inhaler. That's true. Yeah. She threw out bubble wrap. None of this happened before she threw out the bubble wrap. That's very true. She should have <laughs> kept that bubble wrap because um, what happened is she left the inhaler by the trash can, but she doesn't That's right. find it. Uh, she dro- maybe dropped it or something. She it's doesn't outside. find it. She yeah. doesn't find it. Uh, she starts to like, you know, go into like asphyxiation, asphyxiation and um, yeah, Why not? whatever. And she <laughs> falls into like some boxes and they all fall on her. And then, um, you know, she... Basically, well, that's it for this scene. We see her like, <laughs> we, we see the boxes fall on her and we're like, oh no, that's not good. Right. And Lucy comes home. This is the start of like our act three. Um, it's like getting crazy. Lucy comes home. She finds her mother. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart is totally dead. Totally 100% dead. 100% dead. Dead, dead. Dead. Blue They killed MJ. Killed, yeah. killed her. Did a pulse check and everything. Uh, yeah, it was like. You know, in in a lifetime movie, if you check that pulse and you shake your head no, that means that they're dead. <laughs> That's but exactly she's coming right. back to life. No, she's not coming no, back to life. She's, she's really she's dead. dead. Really we don't hear it from Melissa Joan Hart the rest of the movie. Melissa Joan Hart is dead, dead, yes. the dead, dead. Yes. So Lucy's faced with a decision, Dan. So naturally, her mom's lying there. She's dead. She did the pulse check. Shook her head. Lifetime no. killed MJH. Yeah, just get over it. We're I past, can't. No, we're past it, it now, it's buddy. It's truly shocking. Like it's one it, of. I, I, if you tell me that she comes back to life later in this movie, no, I'm probably real. No, mad. it gets worse before it gets better. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh, my girl Lucy does what anybody would do. Becomes here. a hoarder. No, she <laughs> sees her mom lying there dead, and she goes to call nine one one. Yes. And in dialing 911, she begins to envision all that will happen. The cops coming, police coming, saying, this is the worst hoarded house we've ever seen. So the fear of the word getting out that everyone's going to know that her mom is a hoarder. mom's dead. Doesn't matter. She doesn't want her mom to be remembered like this. So she closes the phone and she says, no one's going to know. No one's gonna know. No one's gonna know. Does she burn it down? So we're get. We'll see. So Dan, this is this is where like your your um smart brain is going because you haven't seen the movie and I, I love this for you because this is what we're all thinking <laughs> watching it right. We're like, what's gonna happen? Is she gonna become a hoarder? Is she gonna like burn the place down? Um, no, she goes to a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you would. Classic. She gets a call from her friend. Uh, and her friend's like, hey, do you want to go to a party? And she's like, I really shouldn't. I have a lot to do. Uh, you know, my mom died. Uh, my mom died. My I got to um, clean up all the stuff so no one knows. But no, she goes to the party. She sees that yep. guy there. And he's like, hey, how's it going? She's like, not having the best night ever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's C plus best, I'd say. Uh, what the in the night. world? Um, and she's like, you know what? I should leave the party. Um, but I, but at least I was here. This seems like it's in, this seems like it's in poor taste. <laughs> so I'm going to leave now. I mean, she's like playing beer pong and like her mom is dead in the house. Like, come on, Lucy, get it together. Good grief. And this was like it, so out did, of character. Yeah, I don't know. It felt weird. Like, she cried at first. She was very upset. And then, like, she gets a call from the party, and she's like, well, I can't not do that. So it's like something happened where she's like, I got a party. I got a party. Got a party. She's got, it's a hoard. She's a, she should become a hoarder. Yeah. That's how this should end. Yes, I agree. And But she comes home from the party, and her sister is, like, there outside the house. And she's like, hey, sis, like, what are you doing here? And the sister's like, oh, I was just, you know, checking in. And 
Lucy's like, oh. Because she, like, panic texted, right, when she found Yeah, she texts her dead. She's like, I need help, I need help, blah, blah, blah. And now that they're the sister's there, she's like, oh, it's no big deal. Oh, just playing, just kidding. But, like, they know that she's a hoarder, so I don't know. Like, maybe, I don't know. But, well, <laughs> the sister just leaves and is like, okay, yeah. well, I guess I don't need to do anything. Good luck. And Lucy then starts cleaning. This is when we get the inspirational music. Um, it's a montage, a cleaning montage. And you would think and by the like, way the movie's gonna... depicting this is like she's going to clean the entire house have her med Whole her house. mom like on a bed like with flowers um yeah. and that's how she, the movie's she's going end. around she's going around town with like uh, trash bags over her back throwing them into dumpsters around town it's, people are getting mad at her for throwing them in private dumpsters what is happening well she's trying to clean up cuz no one's going to know that her mom is a hoarder. No one's going to okay. know. Okay. Because this right. was ripped from the headlines. In the real story, the girl cleaned the entire house in one night, and um, no one knew. Is that true? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. It's impossible. It's impossible. And Lucy yes. realizes it's impossible, so that's when she has a well-deserved emotional breakdown. She covers her mom with family photos. And, and she actually does say, Everyone's gonna know. <laughs> hey, yeah. mom. After uh, saying no one's gonna know at least a dozen times, she sits there, tears in her eyes, and says, Everyone's gonna that's know. That's just great. And this is like very Fantastic. few dialogue between this whole thing. That's why I think that, Brand, you're remembering like these these specific dialogues because it's all right. nonverbal, it's all showing. Sheesh. Uh, and she puts on her mother's sweater. She plugs in some heating lamps and a lot of heat and it, because they, they didn't have heat. So yeah. they had a lot of heating lamps around. The house. You think I, at this moment I had the thought I had the thought, oh, she's going to become a hoarder and just live with her. Yeah. The dead body. Norman Bates style. Norman um, Bates style. Yeah. And I was like, OK, that that is a uh, that is a ending that I would be fine with. Like it's a solid ending. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's dark, but I, unearned. But I'm I'm here for it. But no, she um she catches the heating lamps on fire and starts like throwing paper on it and basically burns her house down. Um and then the firefighters are like coming in slow motion and Lucy's voiceover comes back and she says, um, the only way to keep a secret safe is to let it go. And that's the end of the movie. That's it. Now one thing I found to be fascinating, Patrick, what? was she's watching the fire spread and she looks like and I'm like, okay, you got to get out of the house, and she takes a sewing machine and she throws it through the front window and climbs out. Mm -hmm. But like, why not go through the door? Well, you see, the sewing machine is symbolism. <laughs> okay, it's, a sim it's yeah, a symbolism. Uh, needle, thread, needle through a thread, stitching at her life first, back I thought, together. At first, go. I thought maybe maybe she like boxed herself in with fire but she did like we know there's a back door because she goes out the back door at some point we know there's a front door either way there was a door for her to go out and she just decides to just throw sewing things through the window and climb out oh yeah you know i you got in that moment i was just like whatever like <laughs> yeah, yeah like good on you like get it yeah yeah um so that's that's the movie um that's the end of the movie that's how it so, ends what how I, is it? It feels like not much happened. Not a lot. Mm -mm, so no. what? What I wish we knew is like what police kind of 
determined because the best I could figure if I walked in here is there's a, a lady who's a hoarder who is laying on the ground surrounded by heating lamps and the house burned down, which is weird. It looks super suspicious. A, a coroner is going to immediately figure out the time of death is way earlier. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of holes in this one. It is so uh, suspicious. It is so suspicious. like Swiss cheese up in here. It's, yeah, that's right. It's, it's So uh, this hoarder plugged yeah. in five heating lamps and just laid down next to them. Ah, she must have been really not? cold, and it she wasn't was really even cold. It wasn't but even she, that cold. Oh, and and she had, and she uh, her she put family pictures all on top of her mom. This is some creepy stuff. So she dark. laid, and assuming that she didn't, uh, you know, get murdered. The best case scenario, she laid down next to five heating lamps and covered her own body with pictures. Oh. That's best case scenario here. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Lucy's plan was a little half-baked. Everyone's going to know. And, and they'll still know. <laughs> so Yeah, um, I think they're going to know. I think we start with Dan. Dan, what are we thinking? Yeah, put a cork right up in this one. I just can't imagine watching this movie. It sounds miserable, and I hate every second of it, and I've not seen it. Thanks for vividly bringing that back to life for me, guys. But it's a hard pass for me. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Bran, this is your first rip from the headlines one also. It's my first rip from the headlines, and it's also going to be my first lifetime uh, cork that I'm going to be doing. I have yet to put a cork in a movie. You poured all of them up. I've poured all of them up. Wow. And now I I will say, I did still, like, enjoy enjoy it like what and like uh this is Stop funny it. like melissa joan hart acting was funny like her the daughter saying no one's gonna know a dozen times and then saying everyone's gonna know like i love that but like to dance to date what you what you deciphered in this exp, in this description of the movie not a ton happens like yeah. it is a lot of like um I'm mad at you, mom. I'm going to throw some things down. It's a, okay. it's a long 83 yeah. minutes, long yeah. 84 minutes yeah. there. So I, I'm putting a cork in it, but like if the cork fell out, like there'd be nothing I could do about that. Like at that point I would pour it up. Like if maybe I didn't put the cork in tight enough, it just kind of falls out. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to put a cork in, in movies, Brent. That's why we're here. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like you it. can say, you it's can okay. do that. Brent. And, and even okay, if fine, you, I'm corking it, even if it's not a so good, it, or so bad it's good type of situation. Yeah, sometimes Lifetime movies are, are very bad and, like, laughably watchable, but it's not going to be a rewatch, you know? All right, I'm putting a cork in so, it. So, yeah. It's like you're a hoarder of loving movies. I know. I think yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, I'm definitely putting a cork in this one for sure. The, <laughs> the third act was absolutely insane. It, unearned. Very... We started off very genuine in the beginning, and like I thought we were gonna go deep diving into like mental illness and talk about hoarding and like what's that? I mean, this is the first time Lifetime's done a hoarding movie, so it's an interesting topic that I don't know a lot about, and I'm sure a lot of people deal with um, in their real lives, like it, to some degree. I mean, there's there's a scale here, yeah. I'm sure, of yeah. of hoarder. Not every hoarder is, um, you know floor to ceiling boxes like there's probably like a junk room people have like junk rooms in their house where you just kind of put stuff for later um is that uh, on the spectrum of hoarding i don't know i didn't learn anything about hoarding from this movie so i can't speak uh intelligently about it north pole south pole 
that's all I learned. Yeah. Um, So it's in in TV movies uh, are great for teaching the public about the about mental illness and about that is true. Stuff like that. I mean, that's what they were initially Florent for in the 80s or 70s, 80s. Yeah. They were to take on harder topics that you can't really cover in like a, a, a movie movie because no one would go see that. But if you put it on TV, maybe you'll learn about eating disorders. And is it problematic? Sure, of course. But you, you're more aware of the topic. So, yeah. The, o- the only thing I learned in this movie is that if you have OCD and you are super clean you're one bad event away from becoming a hoarder. And I don't actually know if that's accurate. Right. I don't know if the same, if just because like there's only trauma affects us all differently, but that seems like, yeah, I just don't know if that's the, if that is true. And if your goal of the movie of the producers of the movie, the director, the writer, even Melissa Joan Hart was like on good morning America talking about how she had a, she worked with a therapist. She worked with like a, uh, a physical therapist. She like had all these like specialists helping her like learn more about hoarding, but none of that really came through. It, it just, it seemed like this was meant to be an actor's showcase. Sure. And it fell miserably flat. Yeah. I, she wasn't even the main character. Melissa Joan Hart wasn't even the lead character. It was all about Lizzie boys. And I thought Lizzie boys did great. She did a swell job. Wow. Swell job. And yeah, thanks. Um, but no thanks. Well, we board. did it. We, yes, we, did. we absolutely did. And uh, take us into the summer. The most Santa's, offensive thing is it. that there was no all American rejects in this movie, but yeah, I don't know how, I don't know what you do at that I mean, point. When do you it. play it when the house is burning down? I'll keep you, my mom, my dirty little secret. Um, so yes to know next, next month it will be Christmas in July here. So I think Patrick, we will do one of the Christmas movies from last year that we didn't get around to covering. I think that would be the wise thing to do. Or maybe like a classic lifetime. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Then I need to watch as well. I know what we could do. We're going to do the mistletones. Oh yeah. The mistletones. That's a lifetime. That's, That's ABC family. Yeah, that's a Disney. Doesn't plus count. Joint. We can't do that. Dang. Never mind. That one's a good one. Fi- you you <laughs> you scour through your notes and f- pick the one lifetime Christmas movie that you think would really take uh, Christmas in July quintessential to the next level. Okay, yes. uh, I'll have to check the streamings to see. All right, yes. check the check do the it. streamings. See what's out check there the, the streamings. World. That's right. I love it. I can't wait. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more stuff. Patrick, thank you so much for uh, uh, hanging out with us for a second week in a row. It was everything that I could have wanted and more. So buddy. fun. For Pride Month, you got to have me. I mean, come uh, on. That's this exactly. is like gay yeah. rights right here. That's right. In action. <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly right. Gay rights in action. That's. I want people to leave a review of a VAR podcast that just says gay rights in action. There you go. Back to Hallmark. Yeah. Gay rights in action. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow with another one. Until then, we're the first to wish you a <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast recorded live. And yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina is produced by Brandon Gray. Set decor by Plum Haywood Mall. For more information on all Bramble Jam podcasts, you can go to BrambleJamPodcast.com. For more information on how to listen to Deck the Hallmark ad-free, you can go to BrambleJamPlus.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.